I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewest.substack.com. Okay, so one last point on the Mitzvah Chaviva thing. Uh, this is the Rav thing I was looking for yesterday. So this is in Mipnina Herav on page 189. So he has a little thing here, which you can take or leave. Okay, uh, I think it's interesting. So he says, So that's what the Rama says. We need to understand his uh, intent. Uh, why is it more chaviv than other mitzvahs of the Torah? Uh, sorry. So he adds a new question here, which we didn't, explicitly say if this is because on the hurry Yeah. oh maybe he did maybe I, maybe i'm mixing the two so if it's because it has presuminisa as it's implied by the rest of his uh halacha so he says three things right um arbacosas and seva is presuming Nisa. It's funny because we don't actually say that that's presuming Nisa, but I guess the implication, because it has the same halacha here of the uh, Yerkaev to like, even if you're supported by Sadaka, but then also Mikra um, Megillah, um, which we say is Shasa Nisim. We say what? By Megillah, right. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Shemavar Himalayam Shasa Nisim. In the Rambam, right? Yeah, we don't find that these are called by the wrong mitzvahs So his answer, so we don't need to think about because we've done this. So Hanir Lamar Okay, you know, actually, I think I have this in English. Hold on. What did I call it? Miracle Oil. Yeah, is this the Gemara he's referring to? I, I took this up one year and I don't remember anything that I said. Yeah, okay, so this is the Gemara. Macy of Rav Sheshis. So Rav Sheshis uh, objected. I don't know what he's objecting to. He says, uh, uh, You should uh, arrange it, which is the Nair, outside of the the Parochos um, Haidus, the uh, curtain of testimony. Does God need the menorah's light? This is funny, Raya. <laughs> wasn't for, for all 40 years that they were in the midbar. They only walked by his light, right? I mean, God's fully capable of providing light. Okay. Rather, it is a testimony to the world that the Shekhinah dwells in Israel. Uh, my edus, what is the testimony? Amarav zoner ma'aravi shenosim ba shemen kemidas chavruseha umimena hayamadlik ba uba hayamasayim. This is a cryptic phrase. So it was the western um, nair that oil was placed in um, in the same measure as its fellows, and from it they would light, and with it it would conclude. Okay, so what does this mean? So Rashi explains. Um, oh, sorry, hold on a second. I.e., the Western, this is from the Steindall's translation. The Westernmost lamp will continue burning throughout, or maybe this article, can't remember. The Westernmost lamp will continue burning throughout the day after all the others were extinguished. The rest of the lamps burn only at night, and each night he would relight the rest of the lamps from the Westernmost lamp. So that when we say the Nir Tamid, 
it was the, okay, this is the thing that I, I had to go through this. I don't know if everyone already knows this because they're familiar with McDosh stuff. I like didn't actually know what the Neratomid was uh, before I did this thing. I think we think of Neratomid as like the thing in the uh, shul, but this is the westernmost candle of the, the menorah. Okay, now what does that look like? Mm-hmm. So, w- yeah, what does it mean, the westernmost candle of the menorah? The one that's closest to the Kodesh Okay. And it was always lit, right? And Yeah, so that's what he's saying is it was always lit. Yeah, right. So hold on just a second. Is this correct? Yeah, so the Kodesh is in the west. And the menorah is in which direction? South. The south. Okay, yeah. Yeah, how do you remember that? Because I have my own oh. quirky mnemonic device. Well, I don't know. I, I know. Yeah, you visualize it? Okay, yeah. Separately, how, like, west relative to what? Uh, one? Those are objective direct. Like, north is like... No, I, I yeah, yeah. The directions are objective. You're thinking left and right is yeah. relative. But north, the directions are always... Objective well, I, in the northern hemisphere. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's so serious. Like, you mean what's relative for the center of this midrash? No, I mean, in the west. Yeah, meaning we have a compass rose, then the Kodesh the, the, uh, is in the west, and then the menorah is in the south, and the Shulchan is in the north, and uh, and then you, you, yeah, I guess, you know, you enter from the east, you know? Um, yeah. Um, okay, fine. So Rashi explains. So Baha Masayim. Oh yeah, this is my weird mnemonic because my my mom has a friend whose email address is Menorah North because she was a Jew and she was like in like the, the Northwest or whatever. And I always think to myself, it's the opposite of my mom's friend's email address. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I remember it, but it's not going to work for everyone. I think the reason that no, I don't want. It's because of that Hazal that I like a lot about. Yeah, the facing one way or the other. Right. So I always know that you face left, like. When you're in the Heichal, you would face left to go to the menorah. In, in that, left in that to go to the menorah. Mm-hmm. Like he- no, wouldn't you face right? If you walk into the Heichal, you'd, you'd face right. You would, you would dive in towards, like, facing, like, the south. Yeah, the south, but that's to the right, though, isn't it? No. If you're in the Heichal. If you walk into the Heichal, west is right here, then south is right. It's to your left. South is to, oh, he, uh, wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So never eat soggy waffles. That's your mnemonic? Oh, Ours was never eat soggy Wheaties. Oh, no. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Now anyway. Like, the opposite the south. Yes, that's what he's saying, the opposite. Yeah, that was just saying my mom's email is wrong. My mom's friend's email is wrong. Yeah. That's how I know. So, yeah. I, I, I think I just know that because you, I think it's a face. It might say in the chazal. It could be, yeah. Because for me, I can, whenever I remember that chazal, I have to remember it via this. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. Anyway, so Rashi says, uh, so, so the, again, the Gemara itself is not so clear. It just says the Nirma Ravi uh, would uh, have the same amount of oil as the rest, and then he would light with it and then conclude with it. So Rashi explains, So so if he enters and finds, yeah, if he enters and finds the eastern candles lit, midashin hamizrahi umeniach as hamaravi, he would empty out the eastern ones and leave the western one dull. Like he would leave it lit, shemimenu madagas menorah bein harbaim, because that's what he would use to light the menorah in the evening. Matsu shikvar shikava, if he found that it was extinguished, kigon mishimes shimonatadik. So that was when Shimon Atzadi died, the menorah went out. Madliko mi Mizbah Ha'ola. He would light it from the Mizbah Ha'ola. V'hadam rinu b'seder yuma, hatavas ha'chamisha neros, kodam hatavas shte neros, mashma kuhu hava metiv shachris, 
which implies that all of them were lit at Shafris. I don't know why it's dividing between five and two. And it was learned out from Sukkim. This is when the miracle didn't persist and they found it extinguished. Um, uh, because the Pasuk is not relying on, on there's going to be a miracle. Now, here's the, here's the key phrase. Oh, right, even uses the word Chaviv. As, as long as Yisrael is uh, dear, is beloved, then the, the near would last all day. And, uh, and that would, that was his testimony. Okay. So who cares? The Rav cares. So the Rav says, he quotes this and he says, uh, he quotes the whole Gemara and Rashi. So this this nace demonstrated the belovedness of Israel to Hashem. Um, that we are the chosen people. In the days of the Chashmonaim, those the uh, self Greekifiers. Uh, meaning the uh, people who I guess became Hellenist uh, devotees. Yeah, well, self Greekers, right? Oh, Miss Yavnim. Yeah. Uh, no, the self Hellenists. Yeah. People who made themselves. Yeah. It's like the Hildene, the Cyclops. But I'm trying to emphasize the Miss Hispael. Okay. They made themselves into Greeks, the people who made themselves into Greeks. Okay. Or Hispael, oh, this is a good thing to know grammatically. Hispael could either mean making yourself or it could mean faking it. So um, the, those are two, uh, like in Mishle, there's a plus, yish, mish, yish mis asher ve'en kol, um, yish mis roshesh ve'hon rab, something like that, which the Mepharshim say either means there's someone who makes himself rich, but he is actually poor, and there's someone who makes himself poor, but he's actually rich. And then there's another interpretation that there's people who act rich, but they have nothing, and people who act poor. So I don't know which one he means here. Anyway, the entire hatred of the Romans and the Greeks towards Israel was, was because of this reason. That they, Romans and the Greeks, didn't want to accept the chosenness of, of Israel. Therefore, the um, the perpetual miracle of the Nermaravi, and the Nes of the Pach Shemen, demonstrated to everybody the connection, the special connection between us and between God. And it testified to the fact that the Shechina rests with Israel, is dwelling with Israel. Um, did you end up, I overheard your, uh, because it was uh, three weeks ago, when you were saying, uh, you were translating uh, Shura as steeped. The Shechina was steeped. Maybe. Yeah, yes. I was curious as to how Rufesa responded to that because uh, I thought I can't get it out of my head. It's not literally. I mean, you, people do use it to mean steep, like uh, sure, but is like you're immersed in a tinus. But I thought there's a, I don't know, thinking about the the shechina as like uh, infusing tea oh, yeah. and I think I was it's good imagery, like uh, like steeped or also like steeped, like it's like it's uh-huh. like, uh, like infused, infused. Yeah. Like, All right. Vishenach no hanifar. V'derech imanu. V'derech am that the Shina is connected with us. I don't know why he goes to Moshe, just like the with Moshe, that the snare, the snare was burning in fire. 
nishtansa bedavka mitzvos near Hanukkah mikoshar mitzvos. So now you can differentiate. This is why near Hanukkah is different from all the other mitzvos. Shetachlisan ve'inyanin lepusuminisa, even though all of them are for pusuminisa, lehikari mitzvah chaviva. This is why near Hanukkah is called mitzvah chaviva. So that's his answer. That it's true that you have other mitzvos that are are chaviv, but none of them are uh, are demonstrative of the um, the shechina being shora with Kal Yisrael. And um, uh, the Baal Hakuntris has a shear about the menorah where. Uh, he says that the idea, this is his theory about the Kodesh Gdashim, that the Kodesh Gdashim is supposed to, um, not the Kodesh Gdashim, the Kodesh is supposed to um, exemplify like a, uh, a, an inn, like a, a house with a, a, a table and a, uh, and then the, the lamp. And then the, the Mizbeach, I think, um, I can't remember what he said. I would think it would be the bed, right? But I, I don't know if that's the thing. It might, it might be. It might be the entire. Might be the kosher production also because I know that the, the um, <laughs> the yeah, right. That's what you think. But the uh, the Aron is described as a throne, right? Like we describe Hashem as Yoshev Hakruvim, right? Um, yeah. So um, so the Baha Kuntras wanted to say that. Uh, that the idea of the uh, menorah signifying Shina is um, that like when you pass by a house and, and you can tell if someone's home by the fact that the, like the lamp is lit, you know? So like it is uh, it's, you know, that, that's why it was chosen to signify the Shina. And then furthermore, it's funny, he doesn't quote the actual Pasuk, but with the snare, we say um, we call God, hold on in Hazino, I just want to read the full Pazuk. Yes, we do call him that. <laughs> um, uh, this is in Lama Gimel Tazayim. The one who dwells in the bush, uh, which is uh, clearly a reference to the burning bush and uh, and associating Shina with that, you know. So, uh, yeah, so that's the Rav's explanation. So this explanation I like better than yesterday's Rav explanation um, about the Chaviva thing, because that wasn't really explaining why Narakana was different than the other ones, but this is an uh, idea of Chaviv, yeah. Um, I, I should remember a number of what we've talked about it. Yeah. I remember him just saying, oh, that's just how they refer to, like, the, it's like, the Shkina. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is true. That's how they refer to the Shkina with it. Yeah. Um uh, you know, it's, I'm, as I'm reading this, maybe the thing that, um, maybe this, I'm just going to mention this, uh, primarily for Yosef and Chaim, and it's more of a teaser for you guys, cause you didn't hear it, but I, I was working on this thing with Yosef and I just mentioned it to Chaim, like in the last couple of minutes about, we found this midrash. Oh, there's no, it came from you though. So this, it, it, it includes everybody except for your show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, no, but you'll hear it for the first time that there's a midrash that the Mishkan was the malach of the Mishkan was completed on Hafei Bekislev. Okay. But then it, the, the Miluim, the dedication was delayed till Chodesh Nisan. And the, the reason why God wanted to delay it is because he wanted to delay it, the dedication until the month that Yitzchak was born in. Okay. That's a weird reason. Okay. That's what we're working on. But then the Midrash says, uh, now it turns out Kislev lost out. Okay. So, um, God says, don't worry, I'll, I'll make it, I'll, I'll, I'll pay it back to you. I'll make it up to you. So, uh, he made it up with Kislev in terms of the Hanukkah of the Hashmanayim. 
that that's when we had the dedication of a uh, rededication of the Mishkan in, uh, in Kislev, you know? So I'm wondering if um, something, something, Shina, something. Okay, let's stop here for today. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, all right. But uh, that's for another thing. Okay, so I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow. I mean, I wanted to initially go into the remaining halachos, but we're not going to have time to like go fully into depth. And also you guys have been starting your halachos here early, right? No. I'll oh, that was only yesterday. Okay, fine. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at Matt-Schneeweiss and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are matchnayweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnayweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.